What is up, everyone, and welcome to the What You Got podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. Today, we're actually going to be discussing a new or semi-new movie, and that is Luca from Disney and Pixar. Uh, Luca is the story of a young sea monster who steps onto land for the first time and hijinks ensue. And so, Bud, I'm going to kick it off to you. There's a lot. There was I really, you know, what, I'm not even going to say what I what I thought of this movie. I'm just going to let you start. Uh, what you got? Well, I you know, for initial thoughts, initial thoughts of Luca, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was like a nice movie. I I mean, I thought it was kind of like a heartwarming movie, and you know, um, should we just say like spoiler alert? I think we oh, just that's put a, a huge good call. spoiler alert on the whole thing. Don't listen to this if you haven't seen Luca and you want to see do it. That to if yourself. you don't care, feel free to continue listening. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I just really liked just how like how kind of feels like a heartwarming. Uh, coming of age story, especially for like Luca and even um, Alberto. Alberto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I think they both kind of came into their own here, even though like the main character is definitely Luca. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, initial thoughts. Like, I mean, we could definitely get more into it. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know. Like, was it the best? No. But um, <laughs> I ha- I think it had like a, such a beautiful setting, a nice, a cute little story. Um, and I just like I don't know. It had its own kind of like commentary on like today. I think you could even mm. point to. Um, okay. and uh, just it was just a great like overall performances. I thought for most people, definitely. Um, I would say that at first I thought Alberto was a very one-dimensional character. Mm. Until like um, uh, I don't know. What I was guess the turning the, point. I bud? guess the fight. I don't know. Like I thought the, the, my biggest issue with Alberto's character is that a I thought he was one dimensional. Okay. And b I thought like his storyline was way too predictable. Okay. Um, like you know, I I totally thought like either one of them was going to get jealous of uh emma right that was her name yep um, or, no <laughs> julia no, julia oh my god <laughs> you're thinking of the actress but no worries uh yes i am thinking of the actress um <laughs> julia was like i thought one of them was gonna get jealous but i didn't i thought it was gonna be at first the love triangle and then i realized nope it's gonna be a friendship kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, and that was like oh it's gonna be alberto kind of getting jealous of luca and julia's friendship that they're bonding when like alberto kind of sees but like that's kind of i think the turning point for me because it shows that alberto is more than just like this really kind of aloof doesn't care about anything character and turns more into somebody who kind of has an issue with being alone Mm -hmm. um and that's not really apparent until luca goes to the island and like checks him out after their fight Okay. Um, so, and then, like, that was kind of, like, the turning point. I'm like, oh, he's an actual character. He's not, like, some, <laughs> he's like... He's a person. It's like, yeah, whatever, human. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just keeps on moving on. But, anyways, I'm ranting here. But tell me your Oh, no, you were good. You were good. So, I... Luca. Oh, man. So, I've actually seen this movie twice now. I okay. watched it, yeah, the first time with my parents. I think when it, like, first came out, we were... I think it was, like, 
it was either Father's Day, I think it was Father's Day weekend, I mean, I was like, let's all watch Luke, and I said, okay, let's do it, and so we watched it, and enjoyed it, like you said, heartwarming, great flick, and I, I love that, like, you know, the Disney Pixar, they can do it in such a way that you're interested in it, even as an adult, so I love that, and so I, oh, bless you, and so I was, uh, I was interested in it in that regard, and then I watched it a second time um, with my sister and my grandma, and I, I feel like I enjoyed it even more, just... I loved, as you mentioned, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, the setting. I thought that the characters were good. I understand now what you mean kind of about Alberto. Um, for me, I was just, <laughs> it's something about, yo, the tank. The tank killed me. He just wore that yellow tank top, and I was like, I know exactly what this dude is about, man. And just like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh my gosh, jumping off a cliff saying gravity. And, you know, I think my favorite part was the Silencio Bruno. Silencio Bruno. I have totally used that in like casual conversations since watching the movie. So. Yeah. Uh, no, so that's great. And then, um, no, I just really liked, uh, this, I think it got into, as you said, some, some kind of interesting concepts, ones that cross over with some issues today. And, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. I, I, I agree. I think like his character was, there was a lot of like pretty funny moments about like, <laughs> you know, kind of like a fish out of water, not really knowing what, um, no pun intended. Yeah. No pun, <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended. Oh, um, okay. and then, uh, like, he's like, look at, look at the sun. It's like, no, don't look at it. No, just kidding. Definitely look at it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, just staring, just staring at the sun <laughs> going blind. Um, He's like gravity, just like falling. He seems like a total knucklehead, and kind oh of yeah, is oh definitely in, in his own way. Um, but like he kind of like comes into his own. Like he's clearly, uh, like he always seemed like when at the, at the beginning of the movie, he seemed like a very kind of like aloof idiot. I guess like he kind of comes <laughs> off as it. kind of like stupid because he doesn't know anything about the land. Like, but that's mm -hmm. the perspective that we have is that like but he is actually pretty smart when it comes to like everything underwater knows a that, lot yep. about that and he also does teach luca how to like walk and kind of yeah kind of like a you know um get accustomed to whatever like the human world is um mm -hmm. and but like so they, they kind of like i guess that takes away i mean like so it's not easy to say like oh he's just an idiot he's just like he's just carefree i don't think <laughs> yeah he's, yeah he's dumb he's just carefree definitely um, and because, he's in the, oh go ahead oh go for it no you go for it i was gonna say because i was just gonna add one last point is that he like obviously knows how where all the fish are he he's mm -hmm. very aware of what it's like to be like a sea monster and stuff like that so no, definitely. And the fact that their kind of goal was to get this Vespa and just pick up and go. Yeah. Like, I kind of just, like you said, carefree. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Um, but you bring up a good point yeah, go um, about the, the fish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I was kind of confused. So, Luca's job is, like, I guess, like a little shepherd boy. And he's just, like, kind of <laughs> oh, yeah, protecting them. that was kind of funny. Like, <laughs> that's so, like... <laughs> that Luca and the under like the sea monsters world is basically just like what they do on land, but like, he's like a freaking shepherd for fish. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is life. All right, yeah. I get why you want to go to the surface, uh, Luca. Yeah. But then it was like, so he protects them underwater. Mm -hmm. But when Julia's dad needed to like fish, they're like, oh, you got to go right there, and you can get them all. I was like, <laughs> isn't that kind of against what you're supposed to be doing as a shepherd, like, <laughs> sir? <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Well, they're his fish, but I want to know is oh, like okay. what are they raising cattle for? Like like what are they raising the fish for? <laughs> Do they eat them? Yes, very good question. How does their economy work? Because that doesn't seem financially uh, Do they sell it to the fishermen because that doesn't seem right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't know. I want to explore more of their <laughs> Just world. Just underwater. I actually kind of wanted to. I'm not going to lie. When I was watching, I was kind of like, well, we spent mm-hmm. so little time under it. I, was like, I know. Well, we really did. They kind of threw you almost immediately into his like uh, inner conflict of wanting to mm-hmm. go up into the surface world. Like, because yep. he meets Alberto like within the first like 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Just so people know, if you haven't seen it, yet and you're still listening even though all these spoilers are happening they don't they don't they didn't know each other they're not like friends or anything at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie they just happen to run into each other very quickly but they still run into each other and they that's how they kind of meet alberto and luca um and it's just interesting that like i agree i wanted to see more of the life that they kind of lived mm-hmm. and but it almost made it seem like that all he did all luca ever did was herd the sheep oh, or the, the fish oh my god i almost said sheep it's basically <laughs> our sheep it's a metaphor yeah, they're sheep. um <laughs> and but i was like is this is this his life but what about the rest of the village because you see a brief like snapshot of them when like one of the fish kind of escapes and he has to mm-hmm. go herd them all back together giuseppe yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it was just uh I, you know i was like hmm, i want to see more of it because like yeah within the first 10 minutes he's out of the water mm-hmm. and like goes right back under but he was like enthralled by it and he just sees how like alberto just kind of like Oh, yeah, whatever. I'm up here. Um, and <laughs> then he's thing. like, I want to go back. I want to go back. And so he has, like, an inner conflict. But it would have been cool that we kind of explore, like, another, like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes dedicated to their world. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I think the, like, runtime wasn't even, you know, two hours. I think it was a little over an hour and a half. So they could have afforded that. But no oh, worries. Yeah, it was like, and I think it's like, well, according to their website, it's two hours, but it does have like twenty minutes of credits at the end, so it's probably like an hour and a half, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was gonna say also, what did you think? Because you, you mentioned the island. What did you think of the concept of you know sea monsters? Because as we said, Alberto just kind of like pulls him onto the land, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he changes to a human, and that's never really explained. But uh, what did you think of all of that? Yeah, it's not really ever explained, like. I always thought I thought they were supposed to be like when I first saw this I thought they were supposed to be like mermaids or something merman or whatever mm-hmm. um cuz you know and like the little mermaid she changes into a human right when she goes to a, sh- a shore right or is I that like I think she Ursula? makes the deal with Ursula yeah, yeah. that's Ursula dang um <laughs> but yeah it's not really ever explained and I'm curious as to like I guess it doesn't I guess it's just one of those things that doesn't necessarily need to be explained. Okay. Um, it might just be like okay, like you can kind of live like it's just part of their DNA. Like they're just creatures who can live both on sea and land. They're amphibious. Yes. That's... And they can kind of dis- and they can disguise themselves, which is really interesting. But yes, I mean, 
Yeah, I just think it's one of those like small story traits that doesn't necessarily need to be explained, but it is an interesting like topic to think upon. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like not even remotely explained as to why that can happen, like or why that happens. And I th- I did think it was funny that it was just like, yeah, it's called like Phantom Tale. Like, like you'll get <laughs> yeah. used to it. It's like, why does it feel like it's still there? <laughs> I forgot about that. That was hilarious. Yo, I'm telling you, Alberto in his tank, homeboy mm-hmm. had some lines, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my goodness. But what did you think? Okay, so we mentioned the setting before. What did you think about the, the setting as a whole there? I liked it. I liked it. Um, I've always wanted to, like, it kind of reminded me of, like, what you know what i've seen of like italian coastal towns mm-hmm. and like i've always romanticized the, yeah. that kind of like uh that place so the whole town to me was like oh this is so cool um i really you know it was it was it was cool to explore we only really got to see like the town square in a couple of places but like mm-hmm. the entire like backdrop of the whole thing was um pretty awesome to me no definitely. And it was right on the water it was cool Kind of love it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like our, our travel. Yes. <laughs> we wanted to do that. Yes, exactly. Summer fun. Summer loving. Yeah. Actually, perfect timing, I guess, to drop. I mean, I know they do that on purpose, but perfect time <laughs> to drop the actual film. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, man. All right. So transitioning and introducing a new character here, mm-hmm. Ercole. Where does he... What were your thoughts on him? That was <laughs> That's a whole, the villain, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Um... Dude, I don't know why. Like, I understand he's supposed to be Italian, but he just came off so French to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. He reminded me of. Oh, God. I don't even know if the. Like, um, like, uh, the villain in Ratatouille, almost. Oh, the the dude who was, like, the head chef? Yes, and uh, the critic. Oh, Anton Ego. Dude. Funny you mentioned that because I was gonna ask on a scale of Anton Ego to Lotso Hug and Bear from Toy Story Three, <laughs> where you ranked Ergole in terms of villains. <laughs> or, I don't even know where. Like, what's the low end of that scale? What's the high end of that scale? Like, I said Anton Ego was the low because <laughs> because just because he was like a secondary villain to the Ratatouille plot. Yeah. But uh, well, I don't know. Like, in terms of like Disney villains go, like that guy's probably towards on the lower end. He just kind of he wasn't like an interesting character. He was just kind of an ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and maybe that was the point. Like, maybe that was the point of his character was that he was supposed to be very like incredibly unlikable. I don't think Disney ever really makes likable villains. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they always make like, oh, you just outright don't like them immediately. But he was just annoying more than anything, and like, <laughs> um, it would have been like more fun. I guess he kind of had this little subplot where he kind of, you know, catches on to, like, one of them might be, like, a sea monster. But not mm-hmm. really, because he just kind of stumbles upon it at the end. Yeah. I think it would have yeah. been a little bit more interesting if he kind of, like, snuck around to try to see if they were sea monsters or something. Because I remember, like, yeah. when he's out on the water, it's like, where'd the other one go? And he kind of looks under, he sees the tail, and then they kind of go away. Like, mm-hmm. that would have been a great, like, foreshadowing to, like, he's going to figure it out, but he does it by himself. Instead, he just kind of stumbles upon it. And it was just <laughs> really lame. And I think that would have been a little bit more of an interesting plot device. But 
I actually hadn't considered that one before, but I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cat, like Julia's cat, yeah. knew from the jump that they <laughs> that were was pretty monsters. funny. That was cracking me up, man. But uh, no, I think like even if he had just like suspected and like he was, or he was just trying to like watch them train and then mm-hmm. like caught on to that, like that would have been cool just because it would have added to that. Like there was no underlying like time pressure necessarily. Obviously, at the competition, um, they were uh-huh. focusing on that. But like if they had that as well, we've been like, oh shoot, like so many things could go wrong right now. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I think they actually tried to up that with his parents coming onto like the land. So okay. he knew them, and they were, like, looking for him, and yeah. it was like, oh, gosh, now everybody's trying to find this kid. Yeah, no, but, uh, which is, like, another thing. Like, what would, your, what would your parents do? Like, because that would immediately expose that the kids got, like, is a, like, if they found their son, that would almost immediately, immediately expose that he's a sea monster. Like, in the middle yeah. of the town square, I'm like, <laughs> what is the logic here? Right, like what, what's gonna happen? Like what happens if you throw a water balloon on the kid and he completely turns? Oh is the rest of the gosh. town gonna be like, oh my god? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, everybody just, ignore what you're seeing here. Yeah, <laughs> All right, bye. you just don't even realize um, that. Oh, you know another thing here. It's just like a small little like detail that i totally uh, missed until i just happened to because i watched the trailer after uh, okay. i watched the movie um just because i wanted to see like how much of the trailer exposed the entire plot but it actually mm-hmm. didn't but you nice. know like oh, when God. they first walk into town and they like say hey, stupido and like to the <laughs> yeah. two ladies and yeah. throw ice cream at them. Those two ladies were sea monsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they, like they were revealed at the end that they were sea monsters. But I thought that was just like a funny little detail that that was half that happened. Oh to be. man, um, <laughs> my them. sister cracked up. Yeah, and she's like, "I knew it." I was like, "No, you didn't. Get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that there had to be like one or two more sea monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's too many. I was like, if all of them turned into sea monsters. Yeah, I would have like been like, if there was, I thought there was gonna be more than two at the end. Honestly, when mm-hmm. the two old ladies came out and turned into sea monsters, I was like, oh please, there's gonna be one more. Like, like let half the town be a sea monsters <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, oh, we're cool. We're okay, cool. You're, um, you're you're in the group. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, all right, let's get to Julia. What did you think yes. of Julia? Oh my gosh, dude! I love Julia. She was like no, no like a no nonsense, yeah. like let's get after it. And she was also like just like a really like a sweetheart. She mm-hmm. supported them, was encouraging them. And I was like, that's I felt bad because everybody knew she puked, yo. Yeah. What, what was her nickname? It was um. Oh, I don't even remember. Oh my gosh, they made like a pun about it, and then I love how like the pastor or like the the priest dude was like, have a bucket ready, you know, Julia. She, you know. <laughs> I <was> like, Dang. <laughs> like that but uh no i liked her backstory too Mm -hmm. first i something i appreciated is super subtle but the fact that her her shit her dad in the movie Mm -hmm. and and like it wasn't they didn't make some crazy side story about so for those listening her dad does not have one of his arms and they didn't make it like some revenge plot like a sea monster got me and i'm gonna get it it was really just like you know i was born without it which happens i mean there are people who are born without limbs so Mm -hmm. good job on disney for recognizing that but uh also (laughs) i thought that was uh you know a good little plot point and Mm -hmm. then um but she was just uh i was cheering for her and then when they broke up the team Mm -hmm. so when luca's like i'm gonna do this on my own i was like dude what are you doing like get i thought she was actually gonna win in the end like by herself 
But uh, mm-hmm. I like that they kind of still brought the the whole team back into mm-hmm. it. But she was definitely a, a bright spot for me. And even when Luca and Alberto was like were like butting heads and whatnot, she still you know stayed consistent throughout. So you gotta love that. Yeah, I also really admired uh, her character. That like she was quick to catch on that like if Alberto was a sea monster, then Luca would have been and like. I think that was kind of like her turning point to be like sympathetic that they're just like completely normal people. They're not monsters and they're not like, you know, like she got to know them without really like, you know, and not judging them mm-hmm. for who they really like, you know, for like their real like identity that, that they're sea monsters kind of like correlates with or is, you know, real world issues that um, you can, if you know, you get to know people, you know, people mm-hmm. like or i get i don't know creatures in this case um <laughs> living beings metaphorically uh yeah metaphorically like you know despite their differences like you can you know probably get along with most people and like i think that was a pretty good commentary that like she didn't know that they were like sea monsters but like she mm-hmm. they, you know they became like some of her best friends in that time and then when she found yeah. out that they were sea monsters I, she was like well i don't really care because yeah. i'm friends with them mm-hmm. and like when she got she goes back to her home she's like luke she's like realizes that luca is also one throws water on him and and then like ends up kind of protecting uh luca and even alberto in that sense mm-hmm. um because nobody saw what alberto like transform like when the guy only like julia saw so like alberto was, he was easily able to just come right back into town <laughs> yeah, true, at true. the end um oh my gosh so very true um oh man but no. it was oh go ahead no no you go you go oh i didn't really have like a point but go ahead <laughs> beautiful but no i like i so i just thought she was uh, a great addition to the team mm-hmm. and i was gonna say something <laughs> sorry just going back to eric Olay, because when she takes him out during the the race in the end she's like you know time to topple the evil empire or yeah. whatever yeah my mom the entire movie was like this man this is a grown man like raising children <laughs> like, he is not a kid <laughs> like oh, no, watching that through like that perspective like imagining it's just like this like grown man <laughs> out here bullying children I was crying. It was so funny because even like the uh, the signups were like, "Oh look, <laughs> it's like it's like, aren't you a little old to be doing this?" What? I'm 16. You were 16 last year, but this year it's true. <laughs> Dude, you're like, like 40. Oh my gosh, he has like a license, man. Yeah. He puts his children to sleep and then he goes to like bully other ones. Goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, though, so this was interesting because I think it dropped solely through streaming and not through, th- like, a theatrical release. So would you yes, have paid to I, see this movie in theaters? I would have. I actually wanted to see this movie in theaters, but I realized it's not in theaters. Mm-hmm. It's only streaming exclusively on Disney+. And I want to ask you something. How do you feel um, about that? Mm, that's a good question. See, I'm like... I'm grateful because I have Disney Plus, so I could just like watch it free. But like, kind of like you said, like, dude, I mean, they had some beautiful sequences, like some of the dream sequences where they're like running around space and whatnot. And I was like, wow, like that would have been really cool to see up on the big screen. Uh-huh. So um, I'm sad for that reason, but happy just because I know that 
you know, it was just kind of encouraging families to come together and watch these films. And it's not mm. like, I, I don't imagine most people are just watching a load. I'm sure they try to get other people to watch it with them. So it's a great opportunity to really just come together. And I remember early on in the pandemic last year, Disney released early Frozen 2 so that people could just watch it at home. And a lot of people commented that that was like really cool because they got a chance to see the film with their family. So mm-hmm. I like it in that regard. But like, like kind of like we said, I think that it could have done well on the big screen. How about you? I don't know. I think like, yeah, I agree. I think during this time it's fine. I just don't want it to be like normalized just because mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, I, I like going to the theaters to see movies and that might be kind of like, uh, you know, a minority opinion nowadays with, uh, although you never know, like the mm-hmm. fact that like the quiet place part two did pretty well at the box office, despite COVID is kind of a sign that, you know, people want to go back to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's just like, there's more and more, um, like big big studios are like just kind of co-releasing movies on like a streaming platform and theaters at mm-hmm. the same time and i don't really particularly like that it gives people excuses to not want to go to the movies with you because movies are supposed to be mm. like in their own way a social exper- experience yeah you yeah know, or uh and if people just prefer to like, well, we can just watch on our couch. Why would I do? Why do I need to go pay thirty dollars to sit in a movie theater? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, because it's worth it. You know, that's what I would always say. It, it's no, worth definitely. it to sit in movie theater and get that experience. And um, this could be its own topic, honestly. Yeah, um, definitely. And like, it is kind of a bummer to me that I see like a movie like Dune, which comes out in October, and it's also coming out. <laughs> yep. On, on HBO, HBO Max on the same yeah. day. Yeah. When I already told myself there's no way I'm going to see that on HBO. <laughs> uh, I want to see that myself. in IMAX. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> already got the ticket. Already Lock got the in. tickets. <laughs> Locked me, me in. Coach, right in the center. <laughs> Seven o'clock Friday, October twenty second. <laughs> CD four. Uh, CD four. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, oh man. But back to the movie, so I guess we can move on to our last character in the kind of the main cast here. Unless mm-hmm. you want to talk about the parents, but I think they kind of played were like secondary characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but the star of the movie, oh. Luca. What are your thoughts Luca. on Luca? Dude, I uh, actually first off, I just had to say I didn't realize that I think his name was like Jacob Tremblay, the kid from um, yeah Room. I didn't yeah. realize he was like the voice. I was wondering if they got like um, just like Italian or Italian like American actors because everybody sounded like they kind of just spoke a little bit of Italian, and I don't know if he is, so I can't say oh, whether or not. But like, but I was like, dang, I was impressed with like everybody kind of going mm-hmm. out there and doing their thing. But uh, Luca as a character is so funny because like his core principles. Mm-hmm. they came through it sometimes you know you'll see those films where you have like the ma- the main character and they're they're changing but um you know those core principles and those core like they'll do things that are a little out of out of character but i think luca stayed true more or less throughout i just love the moment early on and it showed kind of his just fascination with the real world mm-hmm. and it's with him and alberto when they're trying to make that vespa yeah, and they're like, oh, he's like, I can only stay for like a minute. I, I gotta go. Yeah, and then it's like an hour later. I really gotta go. Like seriously, like two hours later. Yeah, and Alberto's like, you can go anytime. And he's like, okay, I know, I know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then it's done. He's like, all right, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's like, okay. dude. And he came back the next day. But um, no, I mean, just I loved looking at the or yeah, looking at the world through his eyes because he had this fascination. And you know, everybody kind of mm. you kind of mm. know from the jump, Alberto doesn't exactly know what he's doing. So yeah. when he's like, just hold the ramp in place, and he's like, are you sure? Uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, nope. that's alright. <laughs> yeah. And then, meanwhile, when they go on it together and Luca has to kick them apart so they don't die, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was I like, thank you for being smart here, sir. I know. Like, he, 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 was, he was smart and he was always curious, which is why I think that it was so on brand for his character to be very interested in what, like, Julia yes. was, like, telling him all about, like, the stars and space, like, um, like in astronomy, because he's just like, wait. It's like I've always lived in the sea all my life, and mm-hmm. he's like I never really explored like what's right above me. But he's like, what's beyond that? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my god, there's Absolutely. more out there. There's like planets, stars, and um, and it all started. It was like it was well done because like it started with like he asking Alberto, it's like, what are those? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they're fish, you know? My guy. And then uh, yeah, my dad told me, and then. Like, <laughs> um, but uh yeah i think he was his his character was very much on brand the entire time and like uh you know he valued like you know when he was fighting with alberto like mm-hmm. you know when he like kind of just saw, like went against them like even then like you could tell that he was trying to do it because he wanted to preserve what was happening mm-hmm. And, you know, even though he, like, instantly regretted it, like, he was just, he didn't want to go back. He didn't want to be outed. He wanted to somehow make it work, even though, like, he basically was outed at that point anyway. Mm -hmm. Because Julia is not dumb. Like, she clearly figured it out. Like, I was like, oh, if Alberto's a sea monster, then, like, odds are Luca is, too. Yep. And I mean, um, the man went in like a full underwater yeah. suit <laughs> yeah. to do the swim race. So something had to be up. Um, <laughs> I, think I but walked I, all the way down to the bottom. I'm like, I there's no way he could have finished that in the time it took other kids to swim on the top. But okay, we'll mm-hmm. go with it. We'll go with it. Uh-huh. I was gonna say about the fight. What did you think of that sequence? Because that was uh, probably the most intense one in the entire film. I'd say the fight between. Uh, um, Luca, Luca and, and Alberto, Alberto when Alberto revealed himself. Um, I, you know, I thought I, I knew it had to reach a boiling point soon mm-hmm. because like it was clear that Alberto was pretty fed up with Luca and Julia's like building a relationship and how it was kind of taking away Luca from Alberto. Like because Alberto's we didn't really know at the time, but like we know that he's kind of like a lonely character wants companionship mm-hmm. has been alone on that island for who knows how long yeah uh, he stopped keeping track yeah which is always interesting to me that he never returns to uh like the world below to like mingle mm-hmm. with the village but like i also understand that if he's like waiting for his dad <coughs> to come back yeah. uh that he wouldn't really want to ever leave that place like mm-hmm even though he basically eventually does. So it's kind of like, but I think he does when he finds Luca, but um, mm. I don't think he ever drifted too far. It, it always seemed like he stayed okay. very close when he went into the water, but um, it was interesting 
like I knew it had to reach a boiling point in their fight, and um, because like Luca was having doubts about doing the Vespa thing because like his passions and his character was really leading him down a different path, while Alberto's passion was really just like I just want a friend, and like mm-hmm. and I don't think even for Alberto, I don't even think it was the Vespa. I, I don't think he ever mm. really cared about having it. I think he just cared that he had a friend who shared the same dream. That's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Because like at the end of the movie, he realizes that he has almost like a father figure in Julia's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he chooses to sell the Vespa that he just bought. I know, man. And, uh, because like he realizes that it's not necessarily his dream his dream was to find a place to belong really mm, mm-hmm. and to find like a family in its own way like um and he basically finds that uh especially yeah. after he's outed as a sea monster how everybody's outed as a sea monster he kind of finds that like family with luca's parents mm-hmm. and like uh the other sea monster villagers julia's dad and then like julia and luca obviously when they come back during the summers and stuff yep oh man i love that line when he was like you got me off the island um Mm. i'm all right i was like oh yeah i know that right in the fields that was yeah that was feel that was right in the fields dude that was right in the fields which even like kind of proves more to my point that like i think alberto probably saw the island as more as like a prison just waiting for Mm -hmm. his dad to come back even though he realized probably after when he stopped counting that he's just never coming back yeah mm-hmm. yeah you brought up the end of the movie and i'm so curious because so you know luca's interests kind of lead him and after alberto sells mm-hmm. the vespa he gets the money to send him off to julia's uh school that mm-hmm. being luca and i was like okay very on brand that alberto wouldn't go and like you said i think he was just looking for belonging whereas uh luca's kind of looking to quench that you know thirst for knowledge yeah but i'm curious where curious. do you think Everybody like kind of will end up, um, specifically Julia, Alberto, and Luca. Oh, that's tough. That's yeah. tough. I, I I think. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think they just kind of. You said, did you watch like the credits after at the end? No, see, I like, saw like on Wikipedia there was an end sequence, but I didn't watch it. Uh, the end sequence doesn't really add to the story, but the credits have like these animations that kind of add to briefly kind of like snapshots of what happens after uh they go off to like like school or whatever and oh, what it's not it's just like little snapshots of like luca and julia looking through a telescope in class and then apparently uh. like there's a scene where uh he's like getting water poured on him so his mom <laughs> or so julia's mom can paint like a photo of him in a sea monster oh form. my god <laughs> Um and uh, or a picture of him in a sea monster form and then, um, but it also shows like him like his hand going out like a fishbowl with the other students. So I'm like, so does he just (laughs) like full on reveal himself? (laughs) Didn't they say not to? Yeah, didn't they say not to do that? But um, anyways, it was uh, where do I think they'll go? I think I don't think at least for Luca. Well, maybe he does. Maybe Luca does eventually. Luca will explore 
the world in a sense. Mm. I think Luca okay. will, if not, try to become like. I think well, he'll try to explore the world, maybe become an astronaut or something in like oh. some regard. I don't know. Like wants to wants to do something with space. I think Julia and Luca kind of follow that same path, or they mm. want to do something with space because they have a huge curiosity to do that. And, yeah. Uh, uh, and I think I don't think Alberto really ever leaves that town. <laughs> Uh, because I think he doesn't want to go be by himself. So unless he get, gets to accompany Luca and Julia on like their world journey, which might happen, may or may not happen, because they seem to have such a fascination with space. But then again, like Luca also has this curiosity about just like the entire world. So maybe Alberto and Luca get to travel the world together with Julia, maybe. Um. And then when they're like done with that, and like Luca and Julia want to focus more on like their space stuff, mm-hmm. and Alberto will probably just go back to the town and like stay with Julia's dad and the rest of like the sea monster and the town community. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts there? Like, where do you see them going? Honestly, I agree with you. I didn't think about the space angle, but now that you bring that up, I think uh, that could definitely be in their in their futures. I know that, like you said, I think. Uh, that Julia and Luca will have very similar paths in terms of just taking things. And I think they'll be, you know, kind of attached to the hip more or less throughout. But mm-hmm. for Alberto, I think, and as you mentioned also earlier, his sense of belonging, like, I think he's he's got everything he needs. And, you know, I don't think he is necessarily a character who's looking to, you know, stretch too far. So I think that, you know, if he's just happy and what he'll just stick with that. So I think the fishing thing works well for him because obviously he knows where all the fish are. I think he has a surrogate father and Julia's dad. And I think he's like, I'll see them in the summers and maybe I'll go out there and explore. But I think that he is very much content to just kind of go with the flow. And while he's not necessarily surrounded by people, he's not alone at the same time. So mm-hmm. I think that'll be good for him. Yeah, I agree. Oh, um, man. Yeah, my dad always is like, they, they need to make a sequel. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if they're going to make a sequel. I don't think pop, they'll but, make a uh... sequel. Um, it was like, it was a fun, like, kind of snapshot of, like, their their life and stuff. But I don't think the movie really needs a sequel. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't know what you could do with it. I think, like, you kind of hit all the nails on the head. It was like a coming-of-age story and a story yep. of acceptance and... Um, I don't know what else you could you could possibly do with the, the with the world that, that they built here. Yeah, it would change. I think the core message, and I think they, like you said, they hit everything yeah. kind of right where it needs to be. So, mm-hmm. I think that's the last we'll see of uh, old Luca and the gang. But yeah. I'm glad with where they left us off. <laughs> I am too. I am too. Um, I did just have one further question okay. for you, there, bud. Okay. All right. If you were a sea monster. Would you prefer the land or the sea, or would you go both and kind of just be amphibious? I think I'd do both. I think I okay. Would, I'm like I think I'm too much of a curious person to not want to like if I was a sea monster, like always living in the ocean, knowing that I could walk up on land and mm-hmm. completely blend in. Like I don't think I could possibly not do that. You know? Yeah. I would have to explore it. For sure. What about you? I was like leaning. I guess I'd do both, but I probably would lean more towards the land. Just, uh, I mean, like we said, we didn't unfortunately get as much uh, chance of us to see what was happening underwater. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it didn't really seem like there was a whole lot. I know. 
And uh, based on Luca's reaction when he got to the surface, just I know it's you know contrast. So he was in underwater the entire time. Now he's above it. But I mean, it seemed kind of like above land is pretty good. So I'd be amphibious, but probably more land leaning than ocean leaning or water leaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it was certainly. Yeah, I wish we did get to see more of. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely, because if they had like an Atlantis city, like okay, maybe there's something to be said about underwater. <laughs> maybe there is. Maybe there is. Maybe True. I mean, who's to say that like sea monsters only gravitate right here in the Italian Riviera? Like, mm. uh, maybe they, you know, there's other communities we don't really get to know. We don't really po- see. Where possible did sequel? El- yeah, where does Alberto's dad go? The question. Yeah, finding true. Alberto's dad is finding Nemo. <laughs> True, or Finding Door, <laughs> the number two. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely, definitely. Finding Door. Oh, man. But, nah, great flick. Uh, I would recommend to listeners. And um, looking forward to see what comes out from Disney next. I know usually they'll drop, like, um, some subliminal, like, hint in their movies. And I was looking, but I couldn't find anything. So uh, I guess we'll just have to stay posted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, don't know. Like, how many Pixar movies does Disney generally release? Um, Tis a good question. Tis a good question. Because uh, they had Ray and the Last Dragon. That was, that was Ooh, this I year, I still right? see that. That was. Or was that last year to get with the Oscars? No, wasn't that March 2021? Oh, okay. Yeah, true. I forgot. It was like weird Oscars. Was it not? I'm going to look it up. <laughs> the beautiful, beautiful yeah, technology. Yeah, it was March 5th, 2021. Wow, that feels so yeah, dude, we're in August. God. Uh, oh yeah, we are in August. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I always think that they release three, but I have no idea. Like they do one in like the spring, summer, and fall, mm-hmm. but I don't think they've announced anything. Um. So it looks like we really will be uh <laughs> listening out. All right. I'm ex- I'm excited. They, they I'm usually excited. do a good job. So. Yeah. Uh, Always look forward to a good Disney Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah, good, uh, good group movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, is there anything else you'd like to add, Palmer, to Luca? Uh, I think that's it. We can close the uh, close the book there on Luca. All righty. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We are so sorry about the delay in episodes. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> or the delay in a day, like it's Tuesday, so that you will be listening to this. Um. Well, that's our show. I am joined. I am your host, Charlie Bud. Joined with me, as always, the wonderful Jordan Palmer. You can generally listen to us every Monday, <laughs> uh, every Monday evenings. But you know, but sometimes things don't always work out. Follow our social media, though, so you'll always get an update when there's a delay in episode or what have you. But Jordan, you want to hit him with the social media. I can there, bud. All right, you can follow us on Twitter at WhatYouGotCast, which is spelled W-H-A-T-C-H-A. And you can follow us on Instagram at WhatYouGotPodcast, with Whatcha being spelled the same way. All right. And we'll see you all next week. <laughs>